0: You want me to do my Werner Herzog impression? That's a quick plug. Sure, go. I was practicing it for your birthday because I was going to do a birthday message to you in in Werner Herzog voice, but I didn't get ready. Yeah, please. It, but I've got a bit. Ah, uh, okay. <clears throat> Happy birthday! I'll get to the chopper. <laughs> it's
1: Werner Herzog. That's excellent. From, I think, <laughs> I think that's from Little Dita Learns to Fly. <laughs> Welcome back to Don't Praise the Machine, ladies and gentlemen, episode number 22, with myself, Alexander Holland, and my number one co-pilot, John Maloney. I got a new internet connection recently, going to do a bit of a plug here, Uh, anybody in in Germany, if you get a Vodafone internet connection through check24.de, they give you one year free of Disney+. Plus. So I got a year free of Disney Plus which is probably the last one of the last streaming services I would otherwise ever pay for because yeah. it's basically the home of the reboot, the sequel, the yeah. Marvel universe, uh, yeah. the Star Wars droll, not my kind of thing. Yeah.
0: But it d- does it does have one does have one feather in its cap which you I'm sure
1: would like as much as me. Which is old Simpos. It's the Simpos. It's got those Simpos which I loved. And it was free. So yeah. I so I got it. And it also has the Wes Anderson films, which I think are on Netflix as well. But oh. I watched um it was a bit of a Dutchie's hot tip. I watched Yeah Royal Tannenbaums in full for the first time in years, which I've always said <laughs> is my favorite of his films. Yeah. And it's really excellent. So anybody mm. if you're feeling a bit down uh, and if, even if you're feeling a bit up and you want to get even upper, where's Anderson, Royal Tenenbaums, it's really excellent. We're talking about Owen Wilson. We're talking about Luke Wilson. Yeah. We're talking about Ben Stiller. We're talking about Bill Murray, Angelica Houston. We're talking about Danny Glover. You've missed him since, uh, Lethal Weapon. You've missed him since Lethal <laughs> Weapon. That's right. Thank you, John and Gene Hackman. So I went to uh, watch Royal Tenenbaums. It's really excellent, and it's an original film, and that's something that you don't really see that very much these days. No. Films that aren't based on existing intellectual property. And <laughs> I went to see another. I went to see another original original um, piece of intellectual property this uh, last week, which was Nomadland, starring Frances McDormand. I went to see oh, at yeah. the cinema. I went to see it at the cinema. So this is an original screenplay. It's about Frances McDormand. And the story goes that she lived in a mining town that used to mm-hmm. mine gypsum. The industry goes away. Her husband dies. She's the last one to leave the town. Her whole identity's gone. So, she starts her life afresh as a person who just jumps in a van and lives in her van driving around the country. And it's a bit of a view into that world. And in fact, yeah, um, most of the actors in the film are actually real people playing versions of themselves. They're real people that live this nomad life. Oh, getting is that little, right? Getting, yeah, getting little jobs here and there and driving around the country, just just earning enough money so that they can live their nomad life in their van and yeah what what struck me was that uh because the film is not based on any pre-existing intellectual property like about robots or yeah out of space, there are a lot of Toy, a lot of the young people and there was yeah. and a lot of young people were very confused, and I was hearing lots of things in the cinema from people who hadn't seen an original film. <laughs> before. So I just yeah. I wrote some of them. I wrote some of them down. So I'm going to go through some of the things I overheard from people watching Nomadland. Okay. Ready? Yeah. There's quite a lot of this. So just let me get through it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they said things like, I didn't know Francis McDormand was the new Wonder Woman. Are all those people in the camper vans the new Avengers? I bet that Janitor is just Luke Skywalker in disguise. I guess because they're at the auto repair shop, this must be a Thor Origin story, right? Is she driving to Is she driving to Gotham City? I bet this desert is rife with Velociraptors. Oh, I love this song. I think it's the one that goes Oh, I just can't wait to be king. I thought you said Dwayne The Rock Johnson was in this. Oh, it's snowing. Cue Elsa. Am I right, guys? Here we go. <laughs> oh I God. thought you said Vin Diesel was in this. I don't get it. What? She doesn't need to use a jack to lift the car and change the flat tire. She can just use the force, right? <laughs> I thought you said Jack Black was in this. Oh, she's arrived at the beach. Look out, ladies, because I think we all know that Jason Momoa is about to spring out of the water. Ooh la la. <laughs> She said her dad died of cancer, but I'm pretty sure the Joker killed both of her parents down a lane instead. (laughs) You think that's just a regular truck that she's passing, but I'm pretty sure it's Optimus Prime. No, that's not a homeless man. That's Jack Sparrow, I'm sure of it. Is that a zoo she's driving past, or did somebody just whisper Jumanji? Are you sure that's Francis McDormand? Because it kind of looks like the Hemsworth twins to me. Did she just say Taiwan was a country? Because I thought this was a Disney film. <laughs> uh, and, and then uh, I saw a girlfriend and a boyfriend uh, sitting in front of me, and the girl said to her boyfriend, what's your favorite movie? And he just replied, so long as the movie is like something that I liked when I was a small boy, like superheroes or outer space or dinosaurs or cars that turn into robots, then it's going to be my favorite movie Old time, trust me, thank you very much. So, there's just a few of the things that I've heard watching Nomad Land uh, with Francis McDormand last week. Wow, yeah, sign of the times,
0: and that a lot was a confused hard. people. I would not have put up with that level of chatter during the film. <laughs> <laughs> people who are familiar with the show, have been listening, you know, for at least the last couple of weeks will, um, will remember that I had a recent experience, uh, whilst on holiday in country Victoria, I was stopped at a little village called Orford in the Southwest on the, near the coast. And, um, and, you know, I was stopped there because we popped a tire and, um, We were waiting on the RACV, which is the kind of, uh, the the sort of roadside assist people in Victoria. And, um, and suddenly Pink showed up, the singer Pink. Yeah, of course. And um, she was just out Go back to that episode and and listen to the, listen to my account of it. But essentially she stopped, uh, she was doing a, essentially she was doing a tour of regional, rural and regional Victoria uh, to thank them for their support during covid mm-hmm. and so you know a person like that in a limousine stands out in a little town like that and she she came she sort of parked astride of us and said you know what's going on can i help we said no it's you know i mean we've just popped a tire the racv's on the way and she sort of said well that's that's probably not the kind of thing i can do much about but it sounds like you got it in hand all the best, <clears throat> rolled the window up and, uh, went on her way, but we had, you know, we had a bit of a chat, it's just pleasantries. And then, um, and then I posted something about it online, tagged her. And, uh, this week we received an email to com, which of course is our, um, our email address. Uh, and I wondered if I could share that with you. And yeah, please. Thanks listeners. for reaching out,
1: Pink. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. read out your email.
0: It says, "Dear John and Al," and Al is in brackets. But I'm sure she didn't mean that as some kind of. It's just because she met me in person. Sure,
1: sure. I'm not offended. I won't take offense. It's me, Pink. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you tagged
0: me on IG and thought I'd reach out. I think IG is Instagram. Um, Right. I'm glad everything worked out for you with the tyre in Orford. You guys are really lucky down under to have the Royal Automobile Club of Victoria, RAVC. I think she must have meant RACV, doesn't matter. Right. Um, As far as I know, we don't have anything like that in the US of A. We do have potholes, though, hee-hee.
1: That's... (laughs) She's adding some levity. Yeah. We do have
0: potholes, though, hee-hee. That's why I'm supporting President Joe Biden's trillion dollar infrastructure plan. (laughs) (laughs) It may not be the kind of issue that gets people pumped up on Twitter. But infrastructure is actually so important. Where would we be without roads, bridges, pipes and railways? Certainly not looking flashy in my Mercedes Benz. That's, and then there's a double exclamation mark. I don't know if that's Pink lyrics. I'm not actually really familiar with Pink's uh, oeuvre, but I think that's maybe Pink lyrics. Um, anyway, she goes on. Anyway, a big shout out to my fans in Orford. And the Moyne Shire. Oh, she really knows her stuff. Moyne Shire area of Victoria, Australia. Uh, P.S. I'm loving the podcast and wanted to wish Al a happy 38. Now, I think it's actually your 39, but. <laughs> thanks I don't anyway, Pegs. Yeah, thanks anyway. It's close, pretty close. Uh, there you go. Happy 38th. And then she's got a little signature that says, I uh, love pink and it,
1: that's it that's all in pink. Oh that's lovely. Fan of the show. When Pink pulled up in her limousine, she honked her horn at you and her horn went <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of my birthday, uh, I bought myself two gifts, which are perhaps a sign of being thirty-nine years old. <laughs> yeah, I bought myself yeah a blackout blind for my sleep. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's good. It's a good thing to have. And I bought myself a computer printer, which I never thought I would buy again but i've needed them so often recently and it's always <laughs> like oh i got to go to the bloody print shop or i got to go to the office yeah and and it's just one of those things that your brain goes oh printers are a nightmare and you know if the printer costs 100 euros or whatever oh, i could just i could it, the printer costs 100 euros but i could just go to the office and get the print for free but you just don't factor in that your time yeah. is worth money and also You know, if it's not, if it's, if it's the evening, then you're up shit Creek. Yeah. And so this is, look, this has turned into a Dutchies hot tips, everyone out there. Buy a printer. I can tell you the exact model to get. It's only a hundred euro. I hooked it up last night and already it's changed my whole life. Mm. Uh, I never have to leave the home again to print flight tickets or like there's a few sort of legal forms that I often have to send off places because of the crimes I commit. And that's all taken that's all taken care of now. So just write just just write to us at don't praise at AOL.com. I'll tell you the model to get. You can get a laser jet <laughs> printer for hundred euros these days. It's yeah. it's gonna change your whole life. Thanks everybody at Hewlett Packard who is sponsoring <laughs> this sponsoring this podcast. Thanks everybody at VLux Blinds and Hewlett Packard for sponsoring the podcast.
0: I was thinking the other day because I was listening to something for work, uh, I was tuning, you know, I was tuning into like a meeting with where you do sort of the you turn your mic off and you don't you don't need to say anything but you just need to have a like vague understanding of what's transpiring. And I noticed I looked down at my pad and I had just because I've got adult ADHD, which I've self-diagnosed, looked down at my pad and I had various kind of doodles and scrawls, um, all of which were just kind of low-quality, inscrutable, sometimes vulgar kind of things. And I thought, it's weird that we – because I had just read an article a couple of days earlier about cave art and, you know, some of the advances that they're making, some of the new cave art that they're uncovering. And they always kind of have something to say about it, like, uh, you know, there's this cave in France. So we went in there and we saw – we saw like a figure – with three arms and we think it's some kind of deity or we saw some scene and we think it must be like, because they used to hunt this thing. And I thought it's weird. Like maybe that's just like the paleolithic equivalent of drawing a dick in balls. Like (laughs) why, why do we attribute significance to that? Because, (laughs) because you could not infer anything sensible from what I'm drawing. Like if, if somehow, and some of this stuff just, some of this stuff just gets kind of, preserved through sheer dumb luck like some of the um uh, ancient greek and roman philosophers that we know of we we only know of what we know about them because their work was preserved in effectively in ash because of the um eruption of mount vesuvius and if it hadn't been it might just have rotted away and we'd know nothing about them so there's just a lot of luck involved in what lasts and yet we can't we can't resist kind of Reading some significance into it, but I, if if my notepad that I've used for this podcast got preserved mm,
1: was covered in ash, yeah, and people were like for thousands of years, yeah, yeah,
0: people were like, okay, so it says episode twenty two, and it's just got a series of dot points, and it says pink, and then it says mispronounced phrases, and then and then it says John Platten. They'd be like, oh, John Platton must have been a must have been a like a local big man. No, he's a fucking nineties <laughs> Hawthorne Hawk star. His life did not mean anything in the grand scheme of, the, with 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 all due respect to him, he's not a significant figure in our cultural history in in a global sense.
1: And uh, <laughs> just said episode twenty one, fake pink story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah. What there is must that? Have, there must have been a, a culture
0: about. Fake pink stories. Not really, no, it's just (laughs) me being weird.